Shotcast episode 200 slash 1. It is the, the, the reboot and the <laughs> glorious return of the Shotcast. And of course, joining me on this crazy adventure, Mr. Ryan Meitzler. So are we doing like Final Fantasy, like Kingdom Hearts naming convention now, where it's going to be like Shotcast 358 over two days? Remix Remix. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I guess that's what we consider this week's... That should be the name for this week's Shotcast. It's just like, you know, like, Type 1 Shotcast 358 over 2, whatever. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I want to give it, like, a really obnoxious Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, you got you to gotta throw in the Super Turbo HD Remix, too. That that has to go in there somewhere, so... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that shortly. And it, you'll notice that Ryan's not videoing in because that's how Shotcast works, where nothing... Nothing works, Ryan. It just that's that's life. I'm i I've become more okay with that as time okay, goes yeah. on. It's, it's uh, nice. our, uh, our 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 intrepid deputy editor Yaris Gutierrez should be jumping in and just crashing the party at any time, or it might not. So you know he likes to keep me on my toes. So we're gonna see what happens. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get that uh, Smash Brothers and New Challenger approaches uh, music when he comes in, where it's like woo woo. And he just you, you know, you're you're going to be in charge of that in editing. So if Jars <laughs> comes in, you give him whatever the theme gonna, music you want. I, I would give him like Shawn Michaels' Heartbreak Kid, like from the WWE, <laughs> doing that. That that that's just my personal thing. Yeah. Uh, sure, but yeah. Sure. Hey guys, thank you so much for for coming back to us. Uh, kind of a weird transition period for me. I was telling Ryan earlier, I moved to a new place, so I'm all apartment up, and I've got a Han Solo behind me. Really, I didn't. I didn't really care where I moved and like what my apartment was gonna look like. I just needed room for my six foot Han Solo standy. Like, if there's no place to put him, I just didn't care. Is, uh, is Han Solo gonna be joining us for the shotcast? Is he just oh, yeah. in for? He's right there. He's he's my bodyguard. He's just there to look menacing and look. No, no, no I'm touching his. No, I'm touching his. Touching his chest. Oh man, oh, the, Ryan, think of the the video content I'm going to be able to create now that Han Solo <laughs> is behind me. Ah, yes. Wait, we're here about video games, right? <laughs> is that uh, last I checked, yeah. Is that what we bother with this? Okay, yeah. so uh, Ryan, you're going to uh, give me some new releases. What's coming out this week that uh, we can look forward to? Uh, you mean, okay, I guess, yeah, technically it is this week. But anyway, uh, so the releases for, so we're going to be changing it up. So instead of doing, uh, th like, the releases from the past week, we're going to be doing the next week. So these are the games that are coming out this week. Uh, so first we have, for the March 15th to the 22nd, we have uh, DMC, Devil May Cry Definitive Edition, uh, which is out on Xbox One and PS4. Uh, Battlefield Hardline for Xbox One, PS4, 360, PS3, uh, P and PC. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 4, which is out on PS4, Xbox One, PS3, 360, and PC. Uh, the Awakened Fate Ultimatum for PS3. Final Fantasy Typo HD for PS4 and Xbox One. Bladestorm Nightmare for PS4 P and PS3. Jamestown Plus for PS4. Uh, Soldner X2 Final Prototype for PS... Uh, I think PS Vita, I think is what it is. Yeah, P uh, PS Vita. Uh, Five Star Wrestling for PS3. Uh, sequel to Four Star Wrestling. I don't know whether that's true or not. I'm just guessing. So, uh, Cabela's African Adventures. I did not realize they still make these games. So that's awesome. So, Cabela's African Adventures for PS4. PS4 uh, exclusive, Ryan. PS4 exclusive. Uh, Disney, War One. <laughs> Disney. Di yeah, forget Bloodborne. Cabela's African Adventures, where it's at. Uh, Disney Pixar. Uh, Disney Pixar Cars. PlayStation Two Classics for PS3. Echo Knight. Uh, PS1 Classic for PS3. T tennis in the face for PS3 and PS Vita. I think that's the best. <laughs> like, I guess they couldn't use balls in the face, so they had <laughs> tennis in the face. So anyway, uh, Fruit Ninja Connect 2 for Xbox One, uh, Elliot Quest for Wii U, Mario Party 10 for Wii U, and Ziggurat for Xbox One. There's literally nothing for me to be excited here for. Maybe, uh, because I'm playing a couple of these games for review, and I'm just not been a happy camper with them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I would I would not mind DMC Double May Cry Definitive Edition. I would I would, I would, I would go I would go with DM, like I played the original game and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I would definitely go with DMC uh, Definitive Edition. Uh, either that or Battlefield. Battlefield looks like it's looking pretty fun uh, so far. Except like because I, I actually I posted this morning about the. Um, the couch Easter egg. Yes. I put that in news. Uh, yes, we'll be talking about the the the, the couch vehicle. Yeah, uh, just a string of the ridiculous Easter eggs they've been putting in the game, which is pretty fun. Because I mean, like Battlefield's been typically one of the most things that's more like kind of ridiculous, like a uh, you know very serious and like strategic. So I'm glad that they're having some fun with it. So. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, you saw the the uh, the kind of Easter egg reload animations where yeah, the, let's say they saw the, using the force to <laughs> reload his AK-47. The, I'm like, that's the, cool. The really ridiculous reload animations that are really cool. So, but yeah, those are the new releases for or next week. In the, this or, week. or when you put in the rocket the wrong way, and it's like, oh, he, now we got it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with DMC just because the other ones, like I said, uh, right for review. I've been playing uh, Bladestorm Nightmare, which is a hot mess, hot mess. And also, uh, what else is there? Oh, Battlefield, which uh, I, I got to play some, uh, a lot of the single player, a lot of the, the, the cop stuff, Ryan. You're, you're a cop who doesn't quite follow the rules, but he gets the job done. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is like the most tone-deaf game ever, because it's like... <laughs> you're, you're a cop that's faced with a hard line. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yeah, it's like it, it's like they've it's it's almost as if Dice has not watched the news in the last year and like, you know, I think the last thing we need is a, a is a kind of a triple A AAA title of being like be the bad cop, man. I'm like, oh, balls. But uh but still multiplayer holds up really well, so I'm enjoying that right now. But uh I like DMC because I I feel like that game got like such unnecessary like an unnecessarily huge amount of crap attached to it. I think I think it was mostly like just pre-release because I think when the game came out like I like I'm a big DMC a Devil May Cry fan mm-hmm. and um you know at first yeah I thought that the the redesign was a little like you know a little emo for my taste um but he's it, I like Ryan or he's a sponge okay. <laughs> I have fine, whatever. Like the 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 obnoxious butt rock music. Whatever. He dresses like. the way I wanted to dress in high school. <laughs> but uh, I liked DMC a lot. I thought it was really fun. It looked really great, and especially like you know that's a game in particular. I think because like even um you know even though it was like one of kind of the last uh you know last gen games to come out last um you know it, it looked really great. Um, yeah, you know, and I'm sure I, then... it also had really clever uh, level design. Yeah, it had some really, really great levels, too. So I'm sure, like, if you put it on the next-gen consoles, it, uh, it would look really good. Yeah, so, uh, so are, we, are we going with that? Yeah, sure, DMC, why not? DMC, good, yeah. Good good on you, Dante. We're, we're proud of you. I actually, yeah, I've wanted to play um, Resident Evil Revelations, too. I'm, I'm waiting until the, all the episodes come out. Um, oh, so I'm going to wait. You're yeah, not going to have gonna... to wait long, Ryan, because yeah, that's another game only, I have. Uh... That's another game I've been reviewing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, because usually most episodic games like the Telltale games and Life is Strange, I've been playing them as they come out. But Resident Evil, I just I guess I just have a lot of other stuff I've been playing lately. Um, you know, actually the new uh, Tales from the Borderlands is going to be coming out this week too, so I'll be playing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just figured Resident Evil, I'm going to wait until the episodes come out and then play them at once. See, Ryan, the thing about Resident Evil that I'm digging, and you said you want to wait until it's all done to play it all. I actually prefer playing the episodic content as it comes out because it's only two to three hours, and and I'm coming off that really sour Resident Evil six taste. Yeah. Where it was like a thirty-hour game, and I'm like, this is too. Like, I guess this is too I guess, much nonsense. Yeah, I guess for in in those cases though, like because normally like I do that with Telltale games where I play them as they come out, but I guess those are because like those are so short and like the mm-hmm. the story, you know, because. It's basically the equivalent of either watching like a TV episode or a movie, you know, versus like Resident Evil, where I guess I just imagine the experience, you know, the experience would be a little longer and more involved. So, you know, those I guess I'm I'm just gonna wait until they all they're all out play them out uh, once and see. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I mean I'm liking the episode so far. I like the way they're broken down chapter wise, where you yeah, know, yeah. I, I've you know, I'm I'm up to episode three right now and I beat it and there was no point where I was like, Well, this is clearly the filler episode to blah 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 because it comes out every week. And you know, like I mentioned earlier, it's like I think this is the right way I want to play Resident Evil. Like this is after playing this, I'm so far enjoying it. I'm gonna wait to see what episode four is to just kind of end everything on. But like I was not a big happy camper with like the villain reveal because uh, to me, I think Capcom is so they're so afraid to move on certain like Resident Evil tropes as far as like the villain and you know the, who's the mastermind behind all this like oh by yeah. the by it's a fucking Wesker sibling and I'm like I can't I was, like, I was saying, like I was saying, oh, don't spoil me but I'm like wait is it a Wesker person? I'm like, yeah, it's probably. a Wesker person. Like, I'm sitting there, like, oh, like, and, and I was really getting into it, and then it's like, eh, blah blah blah, Wesker, and I'm just like, oh, really? Yeah, I, I think it was an interesting direction for them to take, because actually, like, I don't know, did you play um, the original Revelations at all, or uh, was that the one on the cruise ship? On yeah, 3ds, yeah. Uh, no, I think I played it at like press events and stuff, because I don't actually own a 3ds, so I never bothered oh, okay. with it. So, so oh, to yeah, me, yeah, it originally was out on 3DS, and then they eventually ported it to a bunch of other systems like 360 and PS3 and PC. Um, but actually, the way they broke it up on the 3DS was smart because they broke it up basically in an episodic structure. Um, you know, I think because it was released on a portable, and so they thought they figured that like 
people will be playing it in shorter, you know, shorter bursts. Right. So when they announced that uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 would be episodic, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know, given... Because they actually, they structured it, um, you know, they were like, you know, every time you'd start a new chapter, it'd be like, previously on Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah. And same then, here. Yeah, the same thing, yeah. Which, and like I said, I'm really digging, and it's not like I have to wait a month for these episodes. I'm, I'm waiting a week, so it's like I'm getting just yeah. the right amount of Resident that's, Evil I can handle. That's the good thing, because at least it's not like, you know, like a Telltale game where it takes two months for an episode to come out typically. So Yeah, you know, especially when you get, like, really invested in there. Like, I feel like a yeah. lot of these episodes, if I just stop playing and never come back to it, I'm, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Because I feel like every episode has its own little self-contained story to it, where there's that big overarching story of what's going on on this crazy island with these bracelets. But then there's the like the moment-to-moment -moment stories, and I'm like, those right. end really well. And I I was actually kind of impressed with, you know, the writing as in like, oh, your your story has a beginning, middle, end for this chapter. That's that's impressive for Resident Evil. Yeah, and especially since like in that case you're switching between a lot of characters, between like Barry and Claire, and like a lot yeah, of so, uh, a lot so of. Yeah, so yeah, characters. you play like the first half of each episode as you know uh, the episode split into two like, two pairs. So like the first half yeah. is is Claire and Moira. And the second half is Barry and uh, Natalia, and I like the way yeah. they're and I like the way they're both broken up because the play styles are a little bit different, and I feel like yeah. and I feel well, like maybe the Revelations was just like the typical Resident Evil you're used to is just have enough ammo to shoot your way through everything. Like this one is yeah. like one episode, you know, Claire and Moira has to be like more stealth focused, and one is more puzzle focused. You know, Barry, you start off and you have all the weapons, so it's like, dude, just shoot your way, you'll be fine. And I, I like the way the the pacing's really the pacing's really well. And like I, I was there like kind of impressed. That's that's a good thing compared to how bad RE6 was with yes. especially with the pacing because the pacing in that game was just awful. It was I, really bad. It's it's not a good sign when you're playing a game. And you're like, man, when's this over? And there's yeah, no excitement was, to it. It was just like I need this to finish so I can write my reviews. I think if I think like, if, <laughs> if I think if RE6 was broken up like that, like you know, like switching between characters and things like that, it wouldn't have been such a drag. But yeah, I mean, as from a, from a pacing standpoint, yes. But I feel like you're still dealing with that really dumb story of it's West kid and Neo Umbrella and I was like oh like no just can we stop this and and Chris Redfield is so not a likable character he's just a giant meathead yeah and the I, I I prefer Claire more than Chris even though Claire gets herself kidnapped an awful lot for like you know a human adult who's like you know competent and knows how to like defend herself I'm like you just get captured all the time girl what's wrong with you yep not a big fan, but uh, but Resident Evil, I'm kind of surprised. With it. I'm I'm looking forward to see how they're going to end it, and I would not be surprised if Capcom decided to take this approach to maybe other franchises out there, which should be interesting. And also, it's six dollars per episode. Yeah, I mean, even you know, even the uh, if you get the season pass, it's still like twenty five dollars, which is yes. still you know good good value. So so you're not losing much, but it's you know, I I was pleasantly surprised. Unlike you, who reviewed a game that I felt bad because I thought it was going to be a good game, <laughs> and it was not. Uh, tell us, tell us, what, what did you review, Ryan? Um, so I reviewed, uh, within the past week, I reviewed Codename Steam, uh, which is the new, uh, it's a new IP from Nintendo and Intelligent Systems, who uh, famously, uh, m most recently did uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, which a lot of people really, really enjoyed, and uh, before that they did Advance Wars and a bunch of other series. Um, so, so, yeah. so on paper, so we've got a Nintendo IP, like first party IP, done yeah. by the guys who make Fire Emblem, arguably everyone's favorite turn-based strategy game on you know on a Nintendo console. So yeah, this this game should have been should have been gold. It it's definitely you know it's it's weird saying this, but it is probably the weirdest Nintendo game I've ever played. You know, <laughs> considering they've done really weird games. So I don't know how much you know about the game, but the basic premise of it is that it's an alternate uh you know alternate universe kind of like you know uh late 1900s early two uh, or like you know 18th late 18th century early 1900s, mm. and uh, you have Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Uh, who assembles? Who's the president? Is still the president of the U.S. He he managed. Okay. He actually managed to survive his assassination, which is amazing. Perfect. Um, so he assembles a strike team. Uh, so so the STEAM stands for Strike Team Eliminating the Alien Menace, uh, is what the, the name stands for. So it's made up of literary characters. Uh, basically all characters, they're all in the public domain, so they, they don't have to pay anything to use them. Mm. Uh, but it's made up of characters like uh, Henry Fleming from The Red Badge of Courage. You have The Lion <laughs> from Wizard of Oz. You have Tiger Lily from Peter Pan. You basically have all these... Uh, oh, uh, John Henry, of course makes an appearance in there, the famous uh, you know, American folklore hero. Um, so they're in there, and they're fighting aliens. Uh, <laughs> that's right. basically so, the premise of the game. You know what? If, 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 if I was a big-time executive 
who need to throw my money into a video game, and you gave me that elevator pitch on the way up, where you're like, yeah, yeah, it's it's alternate it's alternate history. Uh, Abe Lincoln's alive because he's a badass, and he put together this strike team of literary <laughs> heroes to fight aliens. And my 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 response would be like, well, how much do you want? Because I will give you all the money. So what the hell happened? <laughs> I think the the big thing is like you know like on paper, yeah, the the idea is really weird, and there are parts of the game I really really like. Like the um, actually it has really good cutscenes, and uh, it's just like the idea is really fun. I just feel like the game is never really that fun. Like it feels like it should be more fun than it is. Like right. the story is very boring. The characters are very fl- like flat. It's like some of them have some some interesting like you know like aspects mm-hmm. to them. Uh, like there's a lot of good back and forth in the beginning because your first two characters you get are Henry Fleming and, and John Henry and they kind of have some good back and forth in the beginning, um, you know. But the, the the biggest drawback is the gameplay. Um, so the gameplay basically is sort of a mix. A lot of people compared it to things like Valkyria Chronicles and uh, XCOM. Okay. So um, it's played. It's sort of like uh, it's like a, a Gears of War strategy game. So like it's third person. Um, and you move around on a board, and each of the characters gets a certain amount of steam that they can use. So they basically have a meter um, that they can use between moving around on the board, uh, you know, doing attacks, or they can do what are called Overwatch attacks, which is if they have enough steam left over, um, they can take a defensive position. So if a car- if an enemy gets into their line of sight, then they'll attack them on the spot. Okay, uh, and that's very anyway. much and that's very much like uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, you you can basically set up like defensive maneuvers so that way you can move a couple guys forward, and then like not every character can do Overwatch or have like you know like Overwatch abilities, but mm-hmm. uh, the ones that do, like in the beginning when I had John Henry and um, Henry Fleming. Uh, you know, John Henry, I would kind of have as like my steamroller to just kind of go ahead and like get a big grenade launcher. So uh, I'd use him to kind of like clear a path. And then uh, John Henry, uh, Henry, uh, Henry Fleming, I would have like close by, just you know, kind of watching him. So if anyone tried to sneak up, they, uh, you know, he could he could get some shots in. So, <laughs> um, you know, so like on paper, all those things sound good. It's just playing it. The, the one of the biggest biggest drawbacks is that like after you do your turn, um, you know, you you have like a you have to wait because uh, you have to watch as the aliens do their move. Um, and the problem is just that it is takes a really long time for the aliens to like complete all their moves, especially if you're on a map that has a lot of enemies. Um, so you have to sit there and watch. And um, you know, one of the things that intelligence systems did is that there's no overhead map, um, mm-hmm. so you can only see what your characters see. Right. So you switch between them, you move them around, you place them, whatever. So it sort of um, happens like in uh, XCOM when it's the enemy turn, you kind of hear them scurrying in the background, and that's them. Yeah. that's the enemy taking their turn. Right, yeah, you hear them in the background. There's a little meter that shows how their moves are progressing, but it's just, you can't really, like, it's hard because the game focuses so much on strategy, and yet, you know, without... I, I understand that the overhead was, like, a decision on their part, that they decided oh. to not do that, but I feel like it, it really hampers the gameplay a lot. Um, you know, because it, you... First, you have to wait a long time for... It, I, I had to wait two or three minutes sometimes for the, for the aliens to finish their turns. It was really, really long. Um, and then most of the time, because the camera, like, you can only see what your characters are seeing, most of the time you're just staring at ugly walls and obstacles, like crates. And you're basically just... And then you can vaguely see aliens, like, scurrying in the background in <laughs> places. So it's tough, because, like, you're trying to set up these strategies and maneuvers, but, you, like, you have no idea what the hell happens. So, like, you basically... Like, it takes out all the strategy. I just feel like you have to, like, play very cautiously, because if you go around a corner or something, you could get ambushed and, like, really get screwed. Um... So I just feel like a lot of it is the gameplay, just that it really sounded good and, like, they're mm. cool ideas, but just doesn't really work in, in concept. That's such a bummer. And do you feel like that's, like, a technical problem, or it was more of, like, a design flaw? Like I, the... I feel like it's very much design, I feel like. Um, you know, because visually the game actually looks pretty good. Mm. Some of the characters, the animations and stuff are a little janky, and the, the mm. characters themselves are a little blocky. Um, but it's got a cool art style. Like, it's, it's very comic book inspired, like, very, like, Jack mm. Kirby sort of, like, very, you know, bold and colorful. Um, yeah, so, like, the, the visuals are cool. I think, like, the environments are not that, like, engaging. Um, you know, they're very boxy. I mean, granted, it's it's all in, like, grids and stuff, so, you know, granted, yeah, it's going to be a little boxy looking, but, like, everything just feels really empty, and it feels like, you feel like you're always fighting in, like, a giant warehouse, even mm-hmm. though you're in, like, some areas that are, like, forests and, like, enclosed areas and stuff like that. It feels like you're just fighting in, like, a big square most of the time, so. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. But, what'd, you, um, I, what'd you end up giving it? Uh, I gave it a five. Um, you know, just kind of, you know, again, it's like, you know, a five to me is like an average score. And, you know, there are definitely it means, it means the game boots up, turns on, and and, and and does as advertised, just doesn't do it well. 
That's always been yeah. like my. Yeah. And th- that's the game it's, where, like, at the end of the day, you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a yeah, game, it's, I guess. It's yeah. I mean, it has it has some worthwhile elements to it. I just feel like at its core, like you know, the things that should work don't really work that well. Mm. Um, you know, and again, the things like the alien turret, like if even if they just added like a skip alien phase or even a fast forward button where you could kind of like you know make it go a little faster, right? Like that would enhance the gameplay so much, but it just moves so slow and clunky a lot, and it's mm. just it really like. Takes sucks the fun out of it a little bit. It runs out of steam if I if I can pardon the pun. Nah, so. <laughs> I know. It's like, nah, um, yeah. There's definitely. I, I feel like it's it's. Some people may really really like it, and I'm, and I've seen a lot of people that have, and I'm I'm glad they do. Um, I would just go into the game kind of. I think I think like not not in a mean way or anything, but like I feel like you just have to be really cautious with the game. I would yeah. download the demo, and because the demo is actually pretty pretty hefty. There's like a like a good four or five stages I think in the demo. So try that, and if you're not driven crazy by the alien turn, then then go for it. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean we're we're here talking about review scores, and I've kind of have like my rough outline for my review for uh, uh, Blade Storm Nightmare. And yeah. <laughs> as, as as I'm there and I'm thinking of the score, and I was thinking about like, ah, oh, maybe this probably sounds like a five. But then we made that point of like, you know, it does as advertised. I'm like, do you really do that, Blade Star? So this, I, 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 so this might be the first uh, four point five I give a game at my tenure at uh, Dual Shockers. Yeah. For for Blade Storm Nightmare, and I'm playing it right now, and it's a. Uh, it's one of those games where I like I love the concept. Like I played Hundred Years War when it came out of last gen on 360, and remember kind of like digging the approach to it. But then I must have not played enough of that game to see all of its flaws. And now that I'm you know doing because uh, the cool thing about this one is you can actually play the old version if you wanted to. But the new mm-hmm. one is like uh, the same game but just with some fantasy elements. So it's the takes place during the Hundred Years War. So it's okay. you know, France versus England, right. and it's not. Uh, it's made by the same guys who make Dynasty Warriors, so Mega Force. So it's not quite a Dynasty Warriors game, though it does feel like you're fighting on those same maps. It is a. Uh, it is more of a strategy controlling uh, controlling big groups of units as opposed to one character. So you okay. know, you you pick one guy. I'm like, I'm a swordman, and there'll be like a dozen swordmen behind you who who all attack in unison, and you're 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 doing that. You're attacking as a group, and it's all about like positioning and more like rock paper scissor, knowing that like, I know my guys are good against archers, but bad against horsemen, and it becomes that you know that becomes the game when you're just trying to rock paper scissor around different units, or it's like I'm gonna stay away from these guys. And I think my biggest problem with that game, and like I'm really digging the fantasy stuff because it's like, oh, it's the Hundred Years' War. They're going at it, and then they have to stop because demons just invade the planet because Joan of Arc went evil and started summoning demons. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. Yeah. And once I'm like, you know what? I'm on board. And uh, the the and then your particular mercenary finds a sword that can control demons. So on top of being able to can you know to command human units, you can also just jump in and be like. Hey, I just got a group of goblins. Let's go do it, and uh, and 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 that seems really neat. The only problem is everything about the game just screams just, just kind of like checklist of like is this is this version of this game done yet? Kind of like you know these are the same guys who make Dynasty War, so a lot of it's just like you know tiny iterations, but it's pretty much the same base game you're getting. So it's like yeah, it's still the same Bladestorm game, but the problem is the the AI is super bad. There's no way to. Uh, I, like I've been, I've been trying to, and, and and if it's in there, I've yet to figure it out. Like I want to give commands to other units because the AI is really bad. So you'll see people sitting, you see archers waiting on a hilltop with like perfect position, and people are, you know, I'm, I'm fighting guys leading units there, and they just won't fire because they're not close enough. I'm like, all right, great, let me just get them closer up the hill, closer up the hill. They still won't fire, and I'm like. Okay, let's. I'm gonna get them closer, and then you get them too close, where the 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 archery is useless, and then they're forced to fight with their hands, and then they all die. And I'm like, why did I even bother with this? And the mats themselves, uh, the uh, the you know the first mission I did, which is on a, an episode I did on Joystick with George, took about 45 minutes, and I'm like, and this is the intro slash tutorial mission, and yeah. then it's like, wow, and like one of them had you. <laughs> Trek across a whole map because I picked a horse. Uh, I I made my guy a like a, a cavalry type guy, just because mm-hmm. I played this game before. I know that moving around is really slow, so it's like I would rather have a horse. And then just because the story asks of you to switch units and become a, a you know a, a, an infantry of goblins, so now I'm on foot with a bunch of goblins who are just kind of like going all nuts, trying to go halfway across the map and just taking forever, and it it, it just does not play well. It just I think the frustrating part was 
dealing with like AI stuff because you would see you, the idea is to capture and hold bases as you come across them. So it's like you you take down the other commanders and then the base commander will come up and then once you take it, the base is yours. You get bonuses, you can replenish, and then you just kind of move on to the next one. And some have objectives like oh just kill this unit or hey just capture this building. The one I did just kind of had like. Uh, floating objectives, where it's like, hey, do this. Great, now do this. It's like, oh, okay, now go back all the way here and kill this guy. And it was just really frustrating, and it, it didn't help that the game just does not look great. Like, it's here, I'm playing it on Xbox One, and it's available on, like, next-gen systems, but I'm like, they really didn't do anything. Like, the, the textures are really muddy, and there's just... It was not just. It was not fun to play because the way I always convinced myself what it was is my, one of my favorite games growing up was Kessen, which was kind of like uh, if you hated Dynasty Wars, made by the same company. So if you hated Dynasty Wars and wanted more like strategy to your like moving hundreds of guys back and forth, you went with Kessen, and this felt a little bit more like Kessen, but just not done well because there was just they give you very little to do outside of this. Take your unit here. Hopefully, you are the weakness of what you're fighting against, and you beat it, and then you just move on to something else. So, yeah. So that's 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 gonna be an interesting review once I get that. Once I get the once the words come out and go on the, the keyboards and stuff. And, uh, right. But yeah, Kessen. But uh, I am also playing Dynasty Warriors: Eight Empires, which I always enjoy. But. <laughs> I kind of need to get over the fact that I, I I know that Dynasty Wars is my guilty pleasure, so I can't be like, it gets a nine! I'm like, no, I get it, I love it, but I need to be kind of realistic, and I'm like, I'm the only person who really loves Dynasty Wars, so I, I need to be, you know, I need to give it a, a fair, more realistic review, because I, I you can create units, Ryan, so I made the Dual Shocker unit, and we took over most of China, because that's how we roll. Yep. I made a I made a Ryan and I gave you I, I made a Ryan character and I gave you a harp. <laughs> so I'm just like, go get him, Ryan. Just like, I am, and that's uh, what, and, and you're boosting with that because you're literally killing like under the dudes, just going. Bring, bring, I love it. But yeah, yeah, Ryan the harpist. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? I think out of all the games I've been playing this week, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Battlefield, also Hardline for review, and uh, well, just because I have the early access, so I'm like, I'm still waiting on my review copy. So that's never a good uh, sign from EA. Oh, you know, you're not even you're not even playing the final version. You're playing the. No, I just happen to have EA access. So I was like, oh, let me just do a video on this real quick. Oh, so, wow. give you, so if you're early, so if you're uh, EA access, they give you uh, ten free hours. To play uh, Battlefield Hardline, so you can do right, yeah. you can do some of the uh, the single player like the, I think they cap you off at like chapter one, but you can have you have full unlimited multiplayer, so you can just go in. So I think I'm at like six or five hours left, so I might just do straight multiplayer on that. But uh, but yeah, that's not I I, I, I I'm you know it, that's usually not the case. Sometimes they're just like kind of like eh, you just get a review copy whenever. Uh, but usually EA like I did bad you know I did Dragon Age and I had the game almost like three weeks prior. And you know, here we are. Like they're doing something new with Battlefield, and I've yet to get a re- you know I've yet to get a review copy to come. You know, I probably probably get a day of, which is never. It doesn't bode well to me. No. It, usually, that means we we don't have that much confidence in this IP. But uh, other times, it's just kind of like you know what we we just don't have that many copies. So I, I'm trying. I'm hoping it's the it's that last bit where it's just like you just don't have that many copies. Sorry, bro. Like, but. I'm 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 not I'm worried but not worried because when I the first episode I played seemed kind of neat. It's very uh, it changes things up because uh, Battlefield's always been just look at this really pretty area and then shoot a hundred dudes and then take a car somewhere else and then shoot a hundred more dudes. This is more uh, it's definitely story driven. So the first thing you do is you raid kind of like a drug den and you like arrest dudes and there's a lot of exposition and now we're walking through a bad neighborhood and now I'm using like a cool scanner thing to see who has warrants out. And uh, they added this new mechanic of flashing your badge. So if you catch people off guard, you can flash your badge, and they'll put their hands up, they'll drop their gun, and you can go arrest them, and you'll get kind of like bonus EXP and stuff like that. But That's cool. But you can also go just go in blind, just like a dead, dead, bang, 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 bang. You can do that too. But, <laughs> but then that feels weird because you are just a narcotics detective. So it's like you have no reason... It doesn't make sense to open fire like that, and, they, I, and I feel like they do kind of stress upon. It's like, no, you should probably flash your badge. Or get my... But they do it more of like you get bonus exp as opposed to like, no, real policemen just don't go around shooting dudes for no reason. So, uh, but yeah, but even the the first part I played, I've yet to go through that uh, like shooting gallery section of like hold this position while a bunch of dudes try to shoot you, and it's like that's yet to happen, which I I find kind of interesting. But uh, right. but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see where it goes because there's a part where you go undercover where you technically play a bad guy, and I guess you have to go rob banks and stuff. So. So I'm yeah, I'm kind of, I wonder where that goes. Uh, what else? What what else did we review, Ryan? Was there anything else? 
Uh, well, I have a review in progress. Uh, not quite done yet. I'm still finishing the game, but I've been playing Hotline Miami 2. Uh, uh, remember, yes. which, yeah, which, uh, how was that? How was the, uh, question A, or one, I don't know. No, uh, question A. How, how's the music? Uh, the music is phenomenal because I've been having it on repeat pretty much this entire week. It has uh, an <laughs> excellent soundtrack. It's it's funny because like I don't have a uh, I don't have a record player or anything like that, but mm. I want to go and buy like the vinyl, like the special edition vinyl for the oh, game nice. and everything. So, but uh, yeah, fortunately I have nothing to play it on, so I wouldn't yeah, get it. I, but, I, uh, I remember really liking the first uh, Hotline yeah. Miami and just feeling the, like I was on drugs and just yeah, kind of it, out, it like, definitely awesome. like. They, yeah, I mean, the, the first game has such just, like, easily one of the best game soundtracks I've ever, you know, listened to. And this one definitely is, like, you know, almost on that level. It has some really, really great music. Um, so, yeah, question A, uh, great music. Really, really good. <laughs> okay, question, uh, question B. B. Okay. Is it good? <laughs> uh, it's good. It's, it's definitely good so far. Uh, much longer uh, than the original game. Because the original game was probably around, like, three, four, five hours-ish around that park. Does, um, does, it feel like, does it feel like more Hotline Miami, or did they kind of do new things going into it? Because, I mean, uh, like, I love the first Hotline Miami, so if you give me more of that, that's great, but I'm just yeah. kind of curious to see, so, did they add anything new here, or...? A bit of both. Um, so actually, I was just going to say, so like I'm five hours in, and I'm at the end of chapter... F- I'm like toward the end of chapter four, and there's like five or six chap- chapters, so I'm like I'm like uh, close to the end of the game. Okay. Um, but it definitely... Okay, so first off, yes, it is more Hotline Miami. Um, you know, it still retains that same structure where you're just going through... You know, you're going through rooms. Um, you know, you're clearing out dudes. You're finding ways to build up kind of, you know, combo chains of like trying to get, you know, kills together in the, you know, sequentially without dying. Um, so it still does that. Um, that said, there is a lot uh, that they have changed up a little bit. So I think the biggest thing that I've noticed, the biggest things I've noticed the most, are that they've made a lot of the levels much bigger and more elaborate, um, you know, versus in the previous game, where I felt like each level was pretty short and you could finish. Like even if you died a bunch, like you could finish them pretty relatively quickly. Yeah, like under a minute or so. so like, yeah, like, yeah. There are definitely levels. There, yeah. The, this they've changed up a lot, where there are a lot more levels that are more kind of multi-layered, like multiple floors where you have to mm-hmm. go through. Um, and that are a lot longer, and there are much more enemies, and, you know, there's, like, they just kind of expanded a lot of the, the, the levels. Um, um, now I can't remember, was there, was there a checkpoint system? Like, if you're doing one of these multi-levered things and you die, do you start from the beginning, or do they start yeah, from no, no, it's the, the same, new floor? It's the same thing. You just start from the beginning of that floor that you're on. So okay. this, this is the same thing. Um, I feel like, you know, that kind of works against the game a little bit here, I feel like, because... There, I, there actually, there are two level, two or three levels at the top of my head. Very specifically, I spent about forty-five minutes on each of those levels because they were just insanely hard. Because they were just like, there were just like so many enemies that are on the screen. It's just like, it's a lot at once. Like, and I think one of the bigger problems too is that not only did they, they like increase the amount of enemies and stuff, but they made a lot of the rooms just physically bigger. Um, you know, so. It, you know, sometimes there are a lot of enemies that are, like, outside of your field of vision that, like, you know, it, it, I feel like I run into that problem a lot where, like, I'm going through a room and I'm very carefully going through things, but I get sniped all of a sudden by some guy from <laughs> across the map because, because you know, because they can see me from across the map and I can't mm-hmm. see them the same way. So there's a lot of, like, frustrating parts like that where it's like, oh, I got killed by this one guy that was like, I didn't see because he was all the way on the other side of the map that was able to hit me accurately from, you know, a mile away, so... Um, how's yeah. the AI on? Uh, how's the I mean, is the enemy still like? Remember, Hollow Miami. Most of my strategy was coming to a room, come back out, and then have them. Then as they chase oh, me, just hit them yeah, with a baseball yeah. bat and call that it was, Yeah, yeah, it's still very much like that. Um, because that that's a, that's a big part of my strategy too. I'm a very cautious Hollow Miami mm-hmm. player. Like I very like go to a room, kill the guys, go back, <laughs> you know, kind of recover for a little bit, grab grab a weapon that has a full stock of ammo, then go back, you know. So it still works the same way. Uh, a couple technical glitches I've been noticing here and there, like especially in this game, a lot of um, a lot of enemies get stuck in doors. So they'll they'll kind of go into doors, spin around for a while, and then you can like go in and whack them. So unfortunately, it's it works well if you're trying to get through the room, but it's not. A, <laughs> you know, it's definitely a glitch. So you know that happens to me a lot, uh, but still definitely, you know, works the same way. They've changed it up so there's a lot of enemies that can only be killed in specific ways. So like there's still enemies that um, they can only be killed by firearms. So you kind of have to switch between whether you're using like I'm a, I'm usually more of a melee person, so uh, you know it forces you to use uh, you know uh, switch things up. Okay. The um, yeah, and then they, they added a couple new enemy types that can only be killed in specific ways, but I won't uh, I won't spoil that here. So I'll let you awesome. let you discover. So um, the other big thing aside from that that they've changed up is the the way that the the masks and the characters work. Um, 
So it's interesting because I feel like in most sequels, like, you know, everything's kind of bigger, better, you know, like the, that kind of thing where it's like they have to expand on everything. So it's interesting in this that they they went in a slightly different direction with how the masks work, where there's actually there's less masks um, in this game. So like in the oh, previous okay. game, you always, you played, you know, you always, you played as um, like mainly one to two characters in the previous game, and then you had like a shitload of different masks that gave you different abilities and things. But the, mm-hmm. most of them were not that like many, like they weren't that, that different. They had like slightly different features. Um, so this one you only play as like a, a specified selection of masks, but each mask that you use changes what character you are instead. Um, so each of the masks is a very radically different playstyle. Um, oh, okay, because you're so, a different character entirely. Right, because instead of playing as just one character and you're switching whatever mask you're using, now the mask determines what character you're using. Oh, um, cool. You know, so for example, uh, in the beginning of the game, there's a guy, there's the uh, zebra mask that gives you a roll ability, um, which changes Hotline Miami very much because, like, you know. Now you can use a role that can let you either, like, dodge, you can duck under gunfire, you can, like, you know, evade enemy attacks, so there's there's that. Uh, one of my favorites, which is uh, the Swan Masks, Alex and Ash, which uh, can let you control two characters at once. Um, oh, cool. It's almost kind of like the Ice Climbers in Smash Brothers. Um, so it's basically you control one character that's a chainsaw for up-close attacks, and then you have an NPC character who has a <laughs> And then another character who's an NPC character that has a pistol. So you kind of have a... a, a, a a close-up weapon and a ranged weapon at the same time. Um, so they're a little, they're a little like they take some getting used to, but you can do some really cool like combos. So like while one guy's doing execution, you can have the other guy shooting to kind of cover him, um, which I've done a couple times and it's worked pretty well. Um, so uh, crap. Oh, and then there was another one cool. I think uh, there's a, there's a bear mask guy who he starts with two uh, handheld machine guns, uh, dual wielding. And if you hold down the right, the uh, I'm playing on PC, so if you hold the right, uh, right mouse button down, he uh, he holds his guns out, kind of like a T position, so he can shoot from two directions at once. So you could do like spin attacks, you can go through rooms and take out multiple guys. It's pretty cool. Like some of the, so yeah, they just that's how they've changed things up. I feel like the most is uh, just kind of how the masks work and what abilities your characters have and everything. Awesome. So definitely, definitely worth checking out then, right? Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out so far. I'm I'm still finishing the game. Um, like I said, I think the biggest frustrations are just like. I felt like the first Hotline Miami was just such a perfect, like, perfectly paced game because, mm-hmm. like, you know, the levels you could finish pretty quickly and everything. Here, I feel like because they've made some of the levels bigger and just the way that they've changed up kind of the level structure and enemy structures, like, it, you know, there are a lot of points, like I said, where there there were, like, two or three levels that I was just, like, I was really frustrated because I was spending, like, 45 minutes on one level, which was just insane. So <laughs> I feel like that's kind of my one major mark against the game. But otherwise, it's really good. If you love Hotline Miami, you're definitely going to like this, so... Awesome. I feel like you got to play some really fun games this week. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and speaking of fun games, me and Ryan went to PAX last weekend and, and, and we checked did, out yeah. a bunch of good stuff. Uh, we recorded a podcast, an audio-only podcast that that had numerous interruptions. I'm still piecing that together. But uh, that will be up at some point, and uh, we won't go into PAX because I feel like we... we we went pretty deep into that podcast about different things we played. So a lot of the uh, stuff on the floor, Overwatch, uh, Smite. Uh, I got to see the Final Fantasy 15 demo, which looked really good. Uh, but if you get, uh, you know, if, you, if this comes up before Type Zero, then you can just watch that. You can just get that and play the three-hour demo yourself. But uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. But uh, let's go. Let's go into news, Ryan. Let's see what happened while we were in gone. And by gone, I'm just mean the last week. Yeah, I, it feels like eternity, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, first thing on the list, and Ryan mentioned a little bit earlier in the broadcast, uh, Battlefield Hardline's latest Easter egg is a, is living the American dream, riding a drivable sofa. It's it's pretty self-explanatory, but the video yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> we have it up on the site. Uh, it's it's it, it's a couch that drives like a car, and there are dudes shooting out of it. And I cannot wait to actually drive one myself. Yeah, I uh, yeah I saw I saw that uh, like either like last night or earlier this morning. I just thought it was hilarious. Like cause I, I said earlier that um, you know it's funny how like you know because Battlefield was always I felt like a little more serious and kind of like you know the strategic and all that. And uh, I'm glad that Visceral is kind of having a little more fun with it and doing these really wacky uh, things with it. It's like the you know the reloading animations we mentioned before and things like that. So it seems like they're throwing a lot of like fun little things in there that I'm sure the community is still gonna still gonna be discovering like even after the game is out. Yeah, you can like, even in the multiplayer you can even spray paint your uh, your emblem or your logo, and one of the logos is a necromorph. And I was like, oh, okay, they're oh uh, yeah, yeah. Someone's having fun over there in the art department. I'm sure, yeah. But uh, bad job, couch, and that game should be out this week. Hey Ryan, do you remember Rainbow Six Siege? I do. I remember it. AKA yeah. Rainbow Six Patriots. I do. Yes, I remember it. 
Well, they're doing a closed beta sign-up this week for uh, PC. That's exciting. Which is further proof... To me, it's just super, it's like, no, this is a real game. It's, it's, it's becoming a real game at some point. So I'm kind of curious to see where that's going to go. Uh, did you see that at E3 when you went last year? Um, I did not see it, like, personally. Nope, lost Ryan. Hello? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I didn't... Uh, sorry, I, I got so excited. Uh, I lost you muted yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I uh, I did not see it personally, but we saw the trailer during E3 for the uh, for the project, so... Uh, but yeah, good on you. I, I was more... I was a fan of the... Uh, uh, they're using that kind of, like, Gears of War uh, meat shield concept where you need to drag a hostage out of a building, but... Right, yeah. They're, but they are an active NPC, so they're just, you're trying to hold on to them. They're like wiggling away and losing their shit. And I was like, oh man, this looks kind of neat. But uh, but yeah, I I hope it's a real game. I hope so. Yeah, it'd be nice because <laughs> I would say it's been development for a long time. So yeah. Uh, hey, hey Ryan, do you happen to have a uh, hundred gigabytes free on your computer? Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> That's great news because you can then download the Star Citizen beta, uh, demo. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's not the um, it's not the demo. The demo itself is twenty gigabytes. Um, oh. The final client, uh, I think, for the game is going to be a hundred. So. Oh, okay. You know what? You're absolutely right. I'm misreading that. But yeah, the, okay, the yeah. Twenty gig demo, but the game itself is going to be a hundred gigs, which is still. Nice. In twenty gig, twenty gigs for a demo is still a lot, considering most games don't even like. Especially <laughs> even PC games don't even come close to to twenty gigs. So that's still a lot. 100 gigs for that game seems intense, but that's just like the base game client. We're, we're not talking about like expansions and maybe maybe you're the type who likes to download mods and like goof around that sort of thing. Or not even, we're not even talking about patches either. So th- this game is easily. I can see this uh, at the end of the day, one month in after you download all your weird mods and your patches and your interface UI thingies. I could easily see that being like 150 gigs. Yeah, yeah. I still need to get a computer that would that will run that. And, and you know what, if it can, I'm just going to get uh, Elite Dangerous, because me and you got a chance. Uh, we talked about it at the PAX podcast, but that game with the Oculus Rift was kind of fun. Yeah, it was pretty, It was cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even a big like space sim person, but it was mm-hmm. definitely uh, definitely something worth checking out. Yeah, you, you fared a lot better than I did, because I, <laughs> I, I don't know how to use a throttle, so I was spinning all over the place. I, I mean, when in doubt, just slam into a ship and then just shoot the, <laughs> shoot the heck out of it. So. Okay. Ooh, I've got some Drive Club news here, Ryan. Ooh, Drive Club, that game that still is not out on uh, the PS Plus version, so... <laughs> All right, they're working on it as we speak. It might happen. But they added a feature, Ryan. Can you guess what it was? They added weather a while ago. What do you think this feature is? Um, drivable sofa? No, not a drivable sofa. It's a replay <laughs> mode, Ryan. A, a mode that you, I thought would already be in there because it's a race car game. Why not have a replay mode? But then again, they did wait three, four weeks to release weather, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a drive club, uh, I'm not on their side, let's just say, because I, yeah. like, I feel like when you release a game, you should release it complete with all the parts, and not piecemeal it and see what happens, so yeah, so I, I still think drive club should just be free to play for everyone, <laughs> and sell me a car or something, but ugh, yeah. an actual An actual one? Yes, uh, you know what, if, if drive club sold me a car, then I would totally do that. Uh, hey, Ryan. Dead Rising Watchtower is coming to Crackle. It is, yeah. I don't use Crackle, but it looks cool. I can't mean either. It was like, when I I wrote up the story, I was like, oh, that's kind of like a dumb trailer. And I'm like, where am I going to watch this? And I'm like, wait, people kind of need to know. I was like, yeah, coming on March 20th exclusive to the Crackle app, which I think is only on uh, Xbox One uh, or the Xbox consoles. I don't think it's on PlayStation consoles. I don't. Yeah, well, I mean, well, PlayStation has powers, so you know, which which I did watch this week. So. Yeah, I saw I saw a couple episodes. Uh, uh, did you get a chance to meet uh, Susan Hayward, the de- uh, detective pilgrim, at the uh, Critic Circle Awards a few weeks no, ago? No, I, I saw yeah, I saw her there because she was presenting an award, but I did not get to, to get yeah, to speak to her though. But. Yeah, I got to talk to her for a, a few minutes, and she's super nice. Like, yeah, yeah, she she's still at only like three hundred Twitter followers, and I'm like, that's gonna blow up when oh, the sure. show is on. But, uh, yeah, I think it was a th- three episodes of Powers, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, they, they released the first three, and then they're going to release a new one every Tuesday. Oh, I, I, I'm, uh, I I'm surprised they didn't do a uh, full kind of Netflixy. I'm, I'm, assu- I'm assu- Yeah, I'm assuming they probably want to try and do that, but I, I'm assuming that the episodes are not ready yet, so I'm sure they're still uh, 
still working on it. I think it's ten episodes, maybe, for the first season. Let me, uh, oh, wow. So yeah. you think they're still shooting? Is that the case? I'm still, I'm sure, I'm sure they're probably done shooting, but I'm sure, like, editing and post-production, <laughs> they're, probably, they're probably still putting them together. So. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like Netflix spoils us, because I'm like, I just marathon House of Cards in a weekend, and yeah, I think yeah. dumb anime. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I wish it was, but I just have a feeling they're probably not done yet, and uh, it was good. I just think, like, it, it's a little on the low-budget side, mm-hmm. um, you know, but... Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's a promising start. Like it's it's a good first show. I yeah, think, I, I, I feel like it, it is gradually getting better because I thought the writing was a little like cringeworthy the first episode, but it, it I feels think it's, like it's, it's not like, find it's like finding its legs because it still yeah. has. They're still throwing a lot of comic book talk at us, and I'm just yeah. like, that's not how normal people say things. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a great pilot. Uh, but mm-hmm. the the second and third episode I thought were better. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it, it's ten episodes, so uh, it, it finishes up probably in like mid, uh, end of April. Yeah, but uh, Watchtower looks good. Dead Rising, uh, it, it looks like a just dumb B-zombie movie, which I appreciate. Yeah, I think it could be, especially when they said um, Rob Riggle was going to be in it as Frank West, and I'm like, yes. oh, he's perfect for that part. He's he Well, yeah, because I feel like he's already Frank Wested, so they're like yeah. the, news, the news is asking him, well, what do they have to do? It's like, oh, they're screwed, so don't worry about yeah. it. He's, he's a good fit, I feel like, for that part, so... Uh, so let's get through there. We already talked about PAX, check out the podcast. Hey, uh, Ryan, it was recently Friday the 13th. It was, yeah. And, 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 and guess who's coming to Mortal Kombat X? Freddy Krueger. No, you're, you're wrong. You fail at horror movies. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm eternally mad at you. I, Jason I mean, Voorhees! I'm very excited about this, yeah. Jason, it's, it's Jason, 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 Jason. <laughs> He's, uh... He's my, he's probably my favorite uh, horror like movie icon, so I'm excited to see him in it. Yeah, he, you know he's very Mike Myers, as in you know he's unstoppable and no one knows how to kill him, and he's terrifying. I hope I hope one of his fatalities is I forget which movie it is is the one where like he put a kid into a sleeping bag and then he just beat them against a tree and then like he's <laughs> like. <laughs> He like, he took someone put put them in a sleeping bag, beat them in a two year tree, and broke their spine. I hope that's a fatality. That'll be the most awesome one ever. Yeah, what was that? Uh, Jason was it Jason X, the one in the future? The space one. Yeah, yeah that was I, Jason X. I want I want that Jason to show up. Like yeah, there was the one one kill where like he froze someone and then bashed them with their machete, so they just burst into like yes. shards of of ice. Oh, and it was great. So good. So good. And uh, let's see, in obvious news, uh, Respawn Entertainment confirms that Titanfall will be coming to multiple platforms, a.k.a. the PS4, because it's already out. It's already come out on PC and Xbox One and 360, so I'm going to assume. Yeah. They're going to shock and say, no, 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 we actually we meant Wii U, um, but the game's going to be coming out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah, there's the uh, CEO of Respawn Entertainment uh, confirmed it. It was an interview with IGN that the... He confirmed that they're they're uh, going to be working on a sequel. They haven't said what the name of it is, so we don't know whether it's going to be Titanfall 2 or Titanfall The Revenge something something whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's exciting. I actually I have oh and uh, they also uh, it was the first anniversary of uh, Titanfall releasing, so they released uh, Respawn released all the DLC for free on the, all the platforms, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Uh, actually, I bought uh, I bought Titanfall over the holidays for like five dollars when it was on sale, and hmm. uh, and then I got all the DLC for free. So yeah, that's nice. what I love about like some like Microsoft first party games is when they do promotions, like oh, just give them out. Like who cares? Like yeah, yeah, we're not losing money on this. Uh, but but yeah, I think uh, they respawn made it known that it's like no, this was just Microsoft gave us a lot of money just to publish this one game. So. They they kind of put people at ease early on. It's like no, we you know we might if the price is right. So it looks like Microsoft is not shelling out a crazy wad of cash this time. It just says you know what, just go multi-platform. Just we'll save some money this way. Like we'll still sell, it'll still sell well on the console. So and also I, I like Titanfall. I, I really enjoyed it. And free DLC might actually bring me back to it because I've yet to try the uh, the new co-op mode that was there, which is essentially a horde mode. So right. Yeah. So Titanfall, cool game. Uh, and, but Ryan, I got some bad news. Uh oh. Uncharted: A Thieves' End is delayed till next spring. Oh no! What a shocker! I mean, not really, but you know. Yeah, uh, I don't even think they actually gave us a release date. I think they gave us kind of like a release window-ish, and they just said, "Yeah, we're not gonna hit that window unless we push that window way further." Like, if we can expand the window, then yeah, we can hit the spring. If we count September, October, November, if we can wedge that into spring, that would work. Skip summer entirely. Yeah, I mean it's not that bit that surprising. Uh, I'm sure it's it's gonna put a dent in Sony's uh, release plans since you know that was kind of their big their big marquee title for the holidays. Mm. 
So, uh, but I guess you know we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that means that maybe they'll have something at E3 to. Uh, to oh yeah, definitely. Play, hopefully, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Uncharted. You know, I, I, it's uh, someone tweeted at me, and it's sad but true. But Uncharted, uh, the HD remastered trilogy, probably gonna happen. So I would not be surprised, and they they they, they wouldn't need that stopgap. But it's just like, hey, you didn't ask for it, but here you go, give us more money. Here's, here's these games you really don't want to play again, but they're in HD. Enjoy. Like, oh. I I hate that. That's gonna be very true. And uh, oh oh, but better news. GTA news? Yes, GTA. The heists are here, Ryan. They are here, finally. As after, after many years of delay at this point. So. <laughs> it's one year delay, Ryan. Don't be so dramatic. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, they're they're available now. You can. It's like a two gigabyte patch, and uh, I I got to do the first heist, and I think one of the final heists where it's a. Uh, it's set up. You get your own cutscene with all the characters, with all your buddies in there, and it's a uh, it's set up same way the single player is. So you're doing a number of setup missions where it's like, hey, you need to acquire this or break into this building and steal something, and then uh, you do a couple of those, and then you do the final big heist where the the heist leader, the one who uh, put the initial, you like you pay like an upfront cost so to get a bigger payout, while anyone who joins you gets money as they go as they complete setup missions. So uh, the, the cool thing is the high leader can actually sign a assign role. So I can be like, Ryan, I see that your driving stat's really high. You're going to be my getaway driver. Your your hacker hat is hacker stat is high. You get to hack that one thing, and then you get even get to uh, adjust the payouts for every person. So it's like you're actually not going to do much. So you're not going to get that much money. So uh, that looks really neat, and they're um, and a good way to make money. Just kind of join people's setup heist or a heist, and uh, you get some pretty decent loot. That way, and uh, yeah, not bad. I, it's good to see that finally out. Uh, it turns out that's going to be uh, when the PC version comes out. You'll have you'll have heists available from day one, which is a little unfair if you ask me, but whatever. And uh, and and finally, I need you to explain this little bit to me uh, because uh, Sony is finally shutting down PlayStation Mobile. Ryan, what the hell is PlayStation Mobile? <laughs> Um, so that was the uh, I I haven't really used it and I, I'm not 100% clear on it, but I know I think that was um, uh, Sony's uh, platform for indie development on uh, platforms like Vita and uh, specifically like for for uh, mobile mobile devices. Um, I think was was their platform, but uh, obviously it seems like they're they're shutting it down. Uh, probably wasn't working out the way they wanted to, but yeah. So it's not PlayStation TV, is what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Okay, I still don't know what that means. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look at <laughs> a more, more uh, in-depth description. I, I don't know too much about it. Oh, here I got it. Hold on one second. So PlayStation Mobile, which was pro- uh, previously the PlayStation Suite, was a uh, f- uh, software framework used to provide downloadable PlayStation content for devices that meet PlayStation certified requirements. Um, okay, so this includes uh, any, uh, anything that ran Andro- Android, um, and this was also PlayStation Vita and PlayStation TV. Um, oh, okay. So it's mostly like indie development on those platforms. Um, okay. It's almost like their version of uh, like XNA or something. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, it's it's very similar, I think, to, to something like that. Okay, cool. And uh, you know, what? I think we're gonna call it, Ryan. Uh, a couple things before we go. Uh, so this final bit, uh, maybe uh, what 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 you've been playing, Ryan, before we sign off. Um, so I already talked mostly about what I've been playing, which is uh, how in Miami was pretty much taking up my entire weekend. Uh, I finished a couple things in my backlog recently. I actually just finished, I think, on Friday or Saturday. Uh, I finished playing through Batman Arkham Origins um, because I wanted to... Uh, I, I, that trailer that came out recently for Arkham Knight got me really hyped, and uh, I, I hadn't finished Origins yet. How'd so, you like uh, it? It's okay. It's not... It's definitely not the same as, like, Asylum or City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I feel like it just, you know... It's just a lot... A lot of it was just more of the same. Um, but I thought it did some cool stuff. I, I really liked uh, Troy Baker as Joker. I thought he was really, really good in that. It was like my favorite thing. Some of the villains they used were cool too. Like I like uh, I liked that they used a little bit more like the the lesser known like Batman canon characters. The um, electrocutioner. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, like Firefly and like Deathstroke. It was really cool, and then he had a good part. Um, but uh, yeah, that was it. It was basically just that and uh, Hotline Miami have been has been taking up my weekend. Uh, right now, I'm kind of preparing. Uh, I will be doing. I will. Um, Hopefully, getting a review build of uh, Bloodborne this week. So I'm going to be preparing mentally, physically, oh, no. and emotionally for that game. I feel like you uh, might need a you might need a support group for that game. Yeah, I was say because when Giuseppe was talking about, he played a um, he played a demo of it uh, while he was in Japan, and I think he's, he said he's doing a uh, hands-on preview of it uh, for this week, and uh, it sounds very intimidating. So I'm gonna I'm looking st- forward to playing it, but uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. 
Yeah, I'm still curious to see how they're going to handle death, because when I got to play it last year, they, I asked them, hey, because when you die, you just can, you just retried. And I was like, hey, how are you going to handle death? Because I noticed that you did, nothing happened. He was like, we're not ready to talk about death yet. And we're like, oh, that sounds, um, like, like, that sounds like your game's going to get delayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, they've shown in some of the other things where you, uh, in the trailers and uh, some of the gameplay previews where you kind of go into this like hub world where you can, like... Uh, get equipment and armor and, like, mm. stuff like that. So maybe it's something along those lines. Because then when you spawn back in, it does, like, the Dark Souls uh, sort of thing where, like, you can uh, try and reclaim stuff from your dead body and, uh, gotcha. you know, get back gear and money. So I'm sure it'll probably be something similar to that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think when, when Giuseppe said it was harder than Demon Souls and Dark Souls, I'm like, like That's insane. <laughs> well, this yeah. one's more, I notice it's more... Uh... It's more uh, your character's a lot lighter and quicker, so it feels like the combat's yeah. a little more. It's a little bit more action heavy and like. A, it is usually yeah. I always have like a big tank character with a shield and just kind of slowly bash my way through. But it looks like yeah. this one's more about parrying there's, and dodging. And there's no um, there's there's not really a shield. It's more uh, dodging, so hmm. you're gonna have to have quick reflex. So I think that's good for me because like I love Devil May Cry and this is kind of up my alley. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. But I'm, I'm excited for it though. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, especially because I haven't played some PS4 stuff in a while, but. Uh, yeah, on this end, uh, aside from that review stuff I played, I'm playing a lot of, I'm trying to really get into those GTA heists and, and doing it with people who I know and be like, oh, it'd be fun to do this with like you know people on my friends list as opposed to strangers and children yelling at me that I'm not, how come your gun doesn't have a suppressor on it? You suck. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry that I screw up. And like, yeah, that's, it's, it's been an emotional beating for me. But uh, also checking out uh, Heroes of the Storm, that kind of MOBA, trying to like, appreciate MOBAs a little bit differently now just because I got to play some Smite over at PAX and uh, yeah I think that's it so uh, I think for next week what we want to do is uh, I'm going to put a post on it on the site but I want to you know have some more community involvement and uh, you know bring up maybe a nice little question segment and do like a questions lightning round from uh, uh, viewers and readers of the site so uh, check, uh, check out for a post for the specifics on how you can get your name and question on the air we can we can dissect and call you dumb. Well, we won't call you dumb. Every, every, there's no such thing as a dumb question. So just ask us something and we'll do our best and our, our panel of experts to uh, answer your questions. And, and also, and we did this on the uh, PAX uh, podcast, uh, I'm going to give out some, some codes, Ryan. Uh, our friends over at High res Studios, the makers of Smite, the, uh, the the MOBA on, uh, on uh, Xbox One and PC gave us a bunch of codes to give away. So the first one I'm going to give away is the early access one for Xbox One. See? See that? See that, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Right. I it's see the, it there. It's it's pretty nice. It's the battleground of the gods where you play as gods kicking the crap out of each other or something. I don't know. I picked Ra, the sun god, and he's just a badass, so I like him. So uh, this one's for the Xbox One, so you can do early access and play with your, you know, and play for free and enjoy it. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. So listen closely. M R X V T seven four F nine two T three 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 M Q C H W G G9W6Z. And that was for a beta for the Xbox One. And next code I'm going to give is for the PC version. I have a convention exclusive Alienware Raw skin, Ryan. Look at that. He's got the little air. Look, 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 look at that. Beautiful. How insane is that? So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this one you go to uh, smitegame.com and you go to a store and then you redeem uh, promotion. So this one is going to be AWA88817 AD3250216. And that was for a raw Alienware skin. This one is another convention exclusive, aka meaning the only way to get this you had to go on the show floor. And this is for a 2015 tier skin. I think he's a Norse god or something. He's got a big sword, he, he hits people. He's probably a nice guy when he's not fighting dudes. And uh, his code, this is also for the PC version, so smike.com, store, redeem promotion, come on. Uh, TC3-8E4-566-ADD-50212. ADD and uh, we're going to try to give away more things uh, as we do kind of random dumb stuff like that. So uh, keep an eye out, put that in there. If you, know, if you get it, great. If not, good luck next time. And uh, But yeah, keep an eye out for that post. We're going to ask questions. Uh, no TV, no T-shirt commercial this week. We're going to we're gonna try something a little bit differently. Maybe maybe an actual commercial. We can just kind of pop in and that'll be kind of neat. But uh, for now, thank you for, for, for watching the, the, the slow return of the ShotCast uh, episode 200 slash 1 Hyper Extreme Remastered uh, 31 over 15 Type 0 edition.
Perfect. Right? I think I nailed it. First try. Awesome. Bye.